of prayer take, take, i don't know i was go. trying to get meta with it but <laughs> i liked where you're going yeah you, you shouldn't have stopped okay i'll uh, still be sincere and genuine i won't like try to use humor to deflect <laughs> oh use humor you yeah, know as it means yeah, itself, yeah. You know, no as it's a, true as an have extension a, of, as an extension yeah awesome. no need for deflection <laughs> yeah just <laughs> no nah, i'm just kidding even if that's it you know right. um yeah so mm-hmm. um tell I'm curious, you know, right now we're about to record a couple of your songs. Yes. Tell me about your songwriting and, and this concept that you were talking about earlier. Sure. So kind of how I was saying before, I generally how I approach songwriting is um, I just, you know, it kind of comes to me and I have an idea and I just play around with it. Um, that's kind of how I did it mostly in college because I didn't have a lot of time to really work out much more than that just kind of um on the fly just just working out songs you're quite studious too yeah yeah that was a big part of my life so most of my writing was academic so I thought you know it was it was whatever chance I could like to just play around with the the ukulele but uh and the guitar but just not um not as you know, there wasn't necessarily a theme woven through that. But um, uh-huh. this year, being out of school has kind of been more freeing as far as getting to get back into creativity and um, be I really do connect with like themes that helps me focus a lot of my writing better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes that when I have um, like the songs that were about to record they're not necessarily directly correlated to my life but sometimes having a theme or a story to build around um invites like an opportunity for me to like express real feelings or emotions or things that i'm going through but it's not the scenario doesn't have to be my concrete life scenarios i think i think that's um, a great base to go off of because i think that stops a lot of people from from attempting to Mm -hmm. write anything um, gives yeah. you a foundation to work off of. Yeah, I mean, they t- they tell you write what you know, and in some ways, I think that's true. But I also, I mean, <laughs> fantasy, fantasy, or just different. I mean, for me, I really like magical realism. Yeah. Um, so being able to have a lens um, or a story to explore those different issues or or whatever I'm kind of dealing with really does. Okay. I mean, like like you were saying, it can can be. St- a sticking point sometimes to just focus in on your direct surroundings. Not always, but you know, right at, at times. And, and to kind of turn that that phrase over on its head, uh, you know, actually, I mean, because that's one of the most common like pieces of advice of writing yeah. over here, right? Yeah. Write what you know. Yeah. But I also feel like writing can teach us about ourselves too. Mm-hmm. Like it's a way of discovery. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Sometimes it's later on that you realize after you've written a piece or a song, um, what it's about or kind of 
you, the discovery is through the, through yeah. the piece of creation. So, yeah. Absolutely. So these new yeah. songs, and also, um, I mean, I'm kind of curious if, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I have no idea how, how, how personal we're getting here, but, you know, what's the catalyst for, for this kind of running theme that you're, you're going with in, the, in these batches of songs? Oh, man. Um, I guess, like, the, the catalyst, I always find... Hmm, that's yeah yeah i guess like i mean fairy tale because a a big part i mean one of the fun classes i got to take in in college was um like a fairy tales and myths that's awesome um course and part of it involved creative writing which was a way for me to kind of delve back in because sometimes using archetypes Mm -hmm. um can be broadening uh, because it, it plays with very classic Classic themes, classic stories. Did you guys read uh, Joseph Campbell in there? And, and, yeah, uh, like, yeah. In terms of mm-hmm. theory, maybe. Yeah, a little bit of theory into t- terms of that, and and I think um, because we're so familiar with certain stories, it's you, one of the things that we went through with the class was how much you can play around with those kinds of themes, subvert them. You have um, it's like once you know the form, then you can bend the form, kind mm. of. Yes, you to know, think outside the box. Yeah, yeah. Know the box. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, because there's a lot of, um, you know, treasure in in the history and cultures of things, but um, subvert them. Yeah, <laughs> the subversion element is a big, I'm big all about, piece I'm with all me. About that. Yeah, so so that's kind of the basis. Um, I found a lot of liberty in just using those types of like archetypes to mm-hmm. to delve in as a, a launching point okay um and so that's kind of what ma- led me to the concept for these songs that um that plays with kind of the story of the pied piper mm. who i guess on a very <clears throat> like if you want the cliff notes version yeah, like, i was gonna say for the yeah. uninitiated uh, for the uninitiated the yeah the pied piper is this kind of this foreigner who comes to this town in, in a lot of you know different traditions i'm sure there's different versions of this but comes to a town and all the the villagers are afraid of him because um kind of like he has this mystical quality where he's able to play um like the he plays the pipe and like all the animal, I think they, they talk about like rats or, or mice mm-hmm. kind of being like f- being attracted to the, the sound quality. Yeah. And it's like this terrifying and like, I don't know, like his abilities and his like the element of mystery is kind of um, both terrifying and fascinating and enthralling. And it's meant to be enthralling because it has like magical elements to yeah. it. But one of the things is um, he, he plays for the villagers and they don't pay him for um for his musical, like his his talent, and he becomes angry, so he plays music that leads all the children astray. And mm-hmm. in different versions, like it gets, it gets dark. dark. As yeah. as as um, fairy tales mm-hmm. and myths often do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like in some versions, he just like takes them and hides them in a cave, and you know, like they they eventually the the children come back after the payment he holds, is due. Like, ransom. Yeah, but in other ones, like he. He straight up drowns them. So like, that's, that's, that's rough. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so pay your buskers, ladies and gentlemen, yes. like when it comes down to, nah, yeah, I, I mean, it's, there's value in that, but I, I guess I was interested in this story. Number one, because I think it plays with themes of um, judgment and like this collective mentality that we have about what is strange or what is different. Um, and kind of it, it, it plays with that, that sense of what we treat, like the unknown, we sometimes treat it, we elevate it. Mm. And at the same time, we're afraid of it. Um, so I think that's a really interesting launching point because my songs are from different perspectives of, 
of different types of characters in my, you know, in my mind of, of what, how people would interact with this figure who comes in and kind of disrupts the status quo um, and how we sometimes initially go to judgment, but then that can be, um, you know, isolating and, and can get people stuck in certain mindsets. Um, okay. Yeah, that's, so that's part of it, but it's also part of the, the perspective from the Piper, I guess, and um, someone who tries to enter into relationship with the Piper as I, you know, it's not all, all the details aren't really worked out, but you know, the idea that like, that, um, when you are the, ob, you know, the object of being viewed or surveyed in a certain way, how that yeah. causes you to internalize things or, um, might make you react and, or shut yourself out. And then sometimes how in relationships we, we do that same type of thing where we elevate, we elevate someone to oh, a yeah. standard that is both, you know, terrifying and mysterious oh. and magical, but then we, we don't give them room to be like a human. There being. it is. Damn. So, so that's like my kind of the themes that I'm playing that, with. That just shook me. Yeah. Reverberated in my bones. I feel that. Cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's, it's something I'm sure we all, you know, we all go through and feel. And so I feel like the archetype of this story and the characters that I've kind of um, elaborated from the story, um, play with those themes. So right on. Yeah. And, and so you, you're talking about kind of a, an, like an album or an EP as a concept. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. So as a concept yeah. of the, of this kind of as the kernel. Yes. The truth mm -hmm. behind it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This being the expression and the meaning behind it. Um, and how, yeah, how that shifts different lenses of, of, you know, how people process and externalize our emotions and feelings and our experiences, I guess. Yeah. So, oh, okay, yeah. cool. I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to hearing those. Uh, and also, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm curious how these took shape and, and, uh, I've heard, I've heard, uh, some of them already through, um, various means, the open mics. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We just recently had the Latinita summer camp yes. where, where we had a open mic and, and the girls were so excited to hear you, you perform <laughs> you know they were just excited and general. yeah like, they were awesome like so. <laughs> mm -hmm. they yeah. i think uh yeah they were like let's do another round mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but um let's go ahead and and actually um i guess just because since we're here and and uh talking about your your songs and songwriting you know uh, i think it's important to mention you know like you're not from el paso no but you're you're here and so like I mean, just tell us a little bit about like where you're from and and what and what brought you here and sure, you know, at least that part of the journey. Yeah, the the that story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that story. Yeah. So I'm from the other border. I'm from uh, Buffalo, New York, which is right in western New York on the Great Lakes, um, very close to Canada. And I came here um, after college, so I graduated in May 2017 from undergrad. Uh, and what did you get your degree in? So I had four majors that were pretty intersectional. Okay. Hear me out. It wasn't as crazy as you think because I'm a humanities major. So, okay. um, uh. so, you know, interdisciplinary is what I like. Right. Okay. So Latin American studies, Spanish, political science, and international relations. Wow. Yeah. So it works together. Um, I learned a lot through college that kind of broke open some of my lenses about how I viewed um, institutions or, you know, different um, different ways that we we tell stories about different parts of our country mm -hmm. um, and I loved um, opportunities that I had to explore um, different I mean I love Spanish even though I'm you know 
far from perfect or profi- I mean, you know, I'm adequately proficient, but like I, I love the ability to be able to communicate with different people and hear different um, perspectives and cultures. Very, very helpful too. Mm-hmm. Which is which is why it's so sad that um, there's such an emphasis on like monolingualism. In the, yeah, the country, like. well, it's so expansive, and I mean, yeah, language has always been whether writing or speaking um, or singing yeah. a big part yeah. of my life. And there's different types of language. I think I was talking yeah. about that the other day in the workshop. Mm-hmm. That there's many types of languages of expression, and not just in in the word, mm-hmm. but in in creativity and art. Yes, and music. So yeah. So that was, I mean, the draw for me was about the border region, about um, especially related to issues of immigration and issues of um, inaccess or justice. So I came here to do a year long fellowship um, with, uh, you know, a group of other volunteers who's here mm-hmm. um, working with a nonprofit, Latinitas, which is awesome. Latinitas. Yeah. Um, so girls education, um, enriching opportunities for them for expression and space to um, explore their possibilities. Um, but also in the larger context, my program really did a lot, a really good job about um, engaging with community partners, learning about the different spaces and um, what are the ways that border identities are shaped and what are the structures mm-hmm. of power. So. So, yeah, I really, I, I mean, this has just been an extension of my education, not just in my program, but in Latinitas, I've learned so much. And I really love, I, I mean, the desert's so different from where I live, but I really found a lot of space for exploration and creativity this year. So it's been awesome. Yeah. And, oh, man. And the year's coming to an end. I know. <laughs> and I'm so sad. I'm so sad. And I love, I, I would love to come back here mm-hmm. um, at some point. It's just, it's got kind of like a magic to it, I mm. think. Um the desert magic. So. That's right. Yeah. And that's the name of the first song. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. Desert magic. Here. <laughs> but it's cool to have you here. Yeah, um, it's cool to know, be here. Because you'll be leaving soon. But yeah, <laughs> you you know, at least here you're immortalized. Yes. Um, and we're graced with some of your music. Thanks. Awesome. So let's, let's check out some of your songs. Cool, cool. All right. Oh, no. 